Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh. All right, he's getting ready to get started. Recorded live. All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not know what happened at this moment. Can y'all hear me out there? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay, yeah, I don't know what was going on with this uh, dysfunctional computer, man. Sorry for the tardiness. Uh, I'm over here up in Lake Elsinore right now. I'm not in Los Angeles. I'm airing from Lake Elsinore. Um, this is Compton Politics, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I think the guests were calling in at the last minute. You know, I've had to call them because the other guest, the doctor, uh, she could not make the call with us tonight, which, you know, I was able to call Marlon. Hello, Marlon, are you on the line? Yes, sir. Uh, I just want to thank you for right now for calling in at the last minute like you did. Uh, I know tonight is going to be a hot night. You know, first, I want to get with up at T25CL.com. You obviously talk radio, worldwide distribution. Um, they take in CDs, music, musicians, music, uh, films. Uh, it's just a great company to uh, listen to 24 hours, worth, 24 hours worth of music a day. You know, just like Spotify. Pandora, yes. um, it's a great system for you. You know, you're a very well-educated brother. We're going to hear some good points tonight. I mean, it's just straight up open, just straight up open forum tonight, always from the beginning, you know, because this has got a lot to talk about, man, you know, and, I, and, I and I'm very excited that you have called in at the last minute like you did, you know, and I appreciate that. Oh, man, thanks for inviting me. It means a lot. Absolutely. Hold on. Hold on just a moment. You know, I'm trying to get this my technology 100 so we won't be having no type of other dysfunctional failures. Okay. Uh, trying to make sure. So can you let the people know exactly, you know, I wrote down about that you're a USA boxing personal trainer first. We want to talk about what you do, you know, what you're about, you know, what's your mission, mm-hmm. uh, what's your grind, what's your passion. Because not only that, what you're going to talk about, mm-hmm. you have to have a passion to want to train someone on what it takes to be a boxer. You know, you're, I'm listening to what you say. You said USA personal trainer, and that's like a major, major brand to say, you know, because you know the Olympics is coming up. Uh, yeah. I wonder if people going to want to know, are you um, trained people for the Olympics? Or are you just a trainer just saying that, you know, this is the name of your company? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it about? What are you about? Can you let people know? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, uh, I've been a personal trainer uh, since I got serious with it, uh, right around 2006 when I was living in Southern California. I'm now living in uh, San Antonio, Texas. I started out in LA. That's where I uh, learned. You know, I got all the you know I got all the education. You know, and um, and and hands-on training. Uh, to do what I do now, uh, which is uh, outsourcing uh, personal training, and and also working with the USA Amateur Boxing Team, uh, which I and I've been with the USA Amateur 
boxing team uh, in South Texas for about uh, for about three years now. You know, and I work with uh, the youth, eighteen and under, eighteen and under, and I prepare them. Um, and I prepare them for the Olympic Games. So um, my main goal is uh, officiating and um, strength con- officiating, strength and conditioning. That's what I do with them. And, you know, keeping them, um, keeping them focused, keeping them on their diet, and uh, keeping them disciplined on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Um, so you're you working with these youth on how to stay in shape, stay healthy, nutrition, what to mm-hmm. eat right, what don't eat, the sugar yes. monster, uh, the, oh, whole, yeah. the whole hookup. You know, what, how do you take in on what to be told what to eat now that you know you got Captain Gordon. Back in my day we had Captain Crunch, we had Sugar Daddy, we had Miles, <laughs> we had Cheetos, we had Pepsi Versus and Coca Cola. You know what I'm saying? We had Chester, uh Springfield. Oh, yeah. I mean we had oh, yeah. all of the che- and I thought it was cheap. You know, kids oh, yeah. are the kids don't understand nowadays we used to go to the store with a dollar and uh mm-hmm. come back with ten items. You get you can oh, yeah. get four you used to get four penny candies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For one penny. Could. You know, yes, now that you gotta give you got to pay twenty five cents for a penny candy now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you know, we still have a lot of the same things now. You know, I, I just tell them that, you know, I mean they, they have one cheat day, you know, if they earn it. You know, uh, you know, my thing is everything in moderation, you know. Uh anything too much of anything uh is bad for you. You know, so it, it's all about moderation and uh, portion control. You know, but the main thing is uh, the main thing is staying, staying disciplined and staying, um, you know, staying focused. You know, because fight, you know, fighting is serious business. You know, you you know, you know, when you go in the ring, you know that 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 one time in the ring could be your last time in the ring. You know, so you have to train. You know, so they have to train like it. So I work in conjunction, you know, with the uh, with their coaches. You know, uh, I work I, I work side by side with them. You know, doing a, a plyometric work, diet work. You know, whatever the needs of the fighter, whatever the needs of the fighter. If this fighter needs to work on hand speed, if this fighter needs to work on upper body strength, if this fighter needs to work on cardio and conditioning, that's where I come in. Yep, and uh, we we uh, we travel all over South Texas, Houston, you name it. Corpus Christi, San Antonio, the entire South Texas region, but I'm registered to go everywhere, and, and everywhere. But this is home. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, that's incredible, man. Um, how did you get into that? Well, I get it. Uh, well, you know, when I was living in when I was living in Orange County, I met a guy by the name um, of uh, of Lucius Smith who owned a, a sport performance center. He played for the L.A. Rams back in the day. He was a tailback, and he played for the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, he hired me part-time. You know, I saw his ad in the paper, and I applied. And, and uh, he was like a mentor to me. He, he still is. And what he would do is uh, his, uh, so w- what he did was uh, he, um, he, he offered specialized training, but he had fighters that needed to be trained. So what he did was he uh, he shadowed me. Well, I was shadowing him. Excuse me for a minute. Your phone, I don't know if you got your speaker on. Are you close up or what? Uh, I don't know what's up, but um, uh, it sounded echoey. Okay, can you hear me now? Is it better? Yeah. 
Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me take it. Uh, let me take this. Okay, is this better? Much better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah. So, so um, you know, I, as I as I shadowed him, you know, because he was an accomplished martial artist, you know, and uh, I was one of the only guys that he would let watch him train, you know, behind closed doors, and it just seemed interesting to me, and, you know. And and I've always been a big fight fan, a boxing fan, you know. I boxed as a kid, you know, and uh, he encouraged me to uh, to get still kind of dragging a little. Okay, hold on. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. Is everything? Is everything? Hello? Hello? Yeah. 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 Okay. It is a slight echo there. Okay, so, um, so, so I got so started. You're, you're on your speaker? No, no, I'm I'm on a no, I'm I'm on the phone. Oh, you sound no, better now. You sound better okay. now. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I learned from him, man. He was a mentor to me. He, he he taught me everything I know, a lot of everything I know, in regards to uh, fight training. And uh, I took that, and uh, once I relocated from from Tex, I mean from California, uh, to Texas, uh, I just brought it out here and registered well with the USA Boxing Team. And uh, I've been with him ever since, man. You know, it's very rewarding. You know, you get to make a difference, you know. And, and I got my kids involved as well. So, you know, it, it's a win-win. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible, man. That's incredible. Uh, what city actually you was born in? You know, where was you born and raised, actually? Uh, I, was, I was born and raised in Indianapolis, Indiana. And from there, from Indianapolis, Indiana, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia uh, for about a decade. And then from Atlanta... Georgia to the West Coast, um, you know. So uh, I've I've been on the West Coast uh, for uh, for nearly two decades, and uh, so I, I moved straight from there to Los Angeles, uh, Long Beach area, and then from Long Beach to Orange County, and then from Orange County to Inland Empire. What's your location now? Why? San Antonio, San Antonio, Texas. Wow, so you're out there doing that out there, you know. Um, you know, I want to talk to you about, you know, your profession and stuff, and that's, you know, that's all great, but we want to get right mm -hmm. to the facts of what we really want to talk about, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Do for self, you know. It's a lot of people out here right now that's, mm -hmm. that's stuck, you know, yeah. and have a lot of talent and got a lot of things going on, but just, you know, think that need to get clarification from people. I don't know what do for self level you're going to speak on, but I'm looking at do for self as quit depending on people, quit waiting around on people, uh, quit blaming people, quit having excuses. Uh, uh, it's somebody yeah. else's fault. Uh, um, oh, my ancestors, my slaves, folks. Yes. I, 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 you know, just excuses. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to open the floor about what you, know, what you want to talk about as far as what level. We're going to go take it to the level because the chief is on the phone. He's very well educated about these things. I'm sure mm -hmm. we're going to have more callers call in, but if it's just us, we're going to make this show happen. We're going to educate these folks about some stuff. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you can go ahead, sir. Talk about, you know, do for far. You know, you were saying that uh, okay. do for self. What does that, uh, uh, that, that mean to you? you know, what is it, why is it a subject to you that uh, you want to tell people uh, about do for self? Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a very, very 
uh, serious uh, thing to me, uh, you know, I mean, you know, me having, you know, I, I've experienced it. We've all have, have been through it where it comes a time. Mainly I'm speaking to the black men, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, everyone, it relates to everyone and everybody, but primarily black men, you know, because uh, as it stands right now, you know, it's a whole lot going on, you know, in, in, the, in this country, you know, uh, you know, we're still treated as second-class citizens in this country. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of us haven't really built anything for ourselves. A lot of us haven't, we haven't built our own economy. And uh, we have to a certain degree, we have made some strides, man, but it's just a lot of things uh, happening to us collectively and as individuals that shouldn't be happening. You know, if 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 we start if we start building and start circulate circulating our own dollars, uh, you know, then then we can you know we can change the tide. You know, and, you know we start. Um, you know, we we need to take responsibility. You know, for the things we've done, and we need to start building something. You know, uh, uh, individually and collectively, because every other every other race. Every other race, nationality has their own economy. They have a strong economic base. We do not. You know, we're the biggest consumers, as you already know. But 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 we really haven't. Uh, we 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 really haven't. Uh, we really our, our economic base is not very strong. Uh, I, I think we're st- we still rely on other races uh, a little too much. You know, wow. and, and, and and therefore we are we are subject, you know, to being mistreated, you know, being disfranchised, you know, being being killed with impunity, you know, just on and on and on because we don't have an economic base, a system in place to where we can punish those people uh, who do these kind of things. And uh, and and. Uh, you know, so I just feel that if we can focus on our economics, man, I mean, that would be a major move. I think we need to start there. And, I mean, we can go a lot deeper than that, you know, because uh, it starts with yourself, like you mentioned, Lorenzo, uh, you know, take them, stop making excuses, you know, uh, uh, be creative, come up with a business idea. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to start the next Motown, but, I mean, build something for yourself, you know, build a small business for yourself, you know, and, 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 and nurture it and, and, and grow it so that you can have something so you won't rely on, you know, so you won't rely so heavily on others to take care of you. You follow me? Right, 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 right. You know, so, um, I, you know, that, that that's always been something, you know, stuck with me, you know, because I grew up, you know, you know, my, you know, my, my grandparents had their own businesses, you know, had uncle that had a construction company, you know, and, you know, my grandmother, you know, she had a store, you know, so that's what I saw, you know, growing up, you know, even though my parents worked, which is nothing wrong with working. But even right. if you work, I just feel that, you know, because it takes money to make money, and I, I just feel like, you know, you should still have, you should still build something for yourself on the side. You know, you, you should still build a, a business for yourself, you know, especially black men. I think every black man should take an entrepreneur class, you know, should take some sort of small business course. And, and there are plenty of them out there that you really, you know, that you can, some you have to pay, 
a lot of them you do not. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Because this because you know with that right there, you know, we start you know buying property, buying land, building things. Then we can you know we can change some things. You know, we can put some things back in the proper order. You know. Wow. You know, I mean, because if you look at it, every other race is economically strong. We're not. I mean, look look around you, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, and I mean, you know, hey, the numbers bear it out. You know, you see for yourself, you, you know, that that's what it is. So and, until we learn as black men, because it starts with us, you know, to just take responsibility and, and, and just build, just start building. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you think it's going to take from your first vision of what it's going to take for what you can do to make it start for where you at? What, you, you, what was that again? Sorry. So where is it that you feel it can start at to where you know it will be better for where you can all start from? Being that you know this, what is it that you think you can do to make it better? Oh, uh, well, what you mean, what I can do to help others? Yes, yes. Uh, well, my thing is to provide, you know, my thing is to motivate individuals and, and, and to provide them with the resources to do so, you know, and because, and, and you know, what I do, you know, like I can, I know where individuals can get training, you know, business training, small business uh, counseling, small business loans, a, a, a lot of these things, you know, are open you know, to us, but a lot of us don't want to do the research, you know, I mean, you know, I, I can, you know, I mentor people all, all the time, you know, I've ran my own business, you know, for the last eight years and right. and I do pretty well. So, you know, um, I'm there to provide, you know, the, 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 um, the knowledge, wisdom and the resources, you know, to help them, you know, cause that's what it is. A lot of us just need just someone, just, you know, we just need a little help. And that's what, we, that, that's what have been lost in this generation. A lot of us, a, a, a lot of the older guys don't reach back and help the youth. A lot of yeah, us don't yeah. You know, right, right, right. And I was just telling someone today on how yeah. it's so funny because uh, the youngsters I be asking, they be like, "This yeah. man, y'all, we tired of hearing your long story. We tired of hearing the war yeah. stories. We tired mm-hmm. of hearing about what happened. Look, teach me something. Show me yeah. something. Let me know go. that I can become a man. Don't say that. I don't want to feel how, how, how I don't want to feel good about you having a fight. I don't want to feel about how you was a baller. I want to learn how to make some money myself. I want to know how to be to be able to tell a story like you. You right. know what I mean? Yes, so absolutely. I, I do understand. I do understand because I talk to these youngsters all the time, every day. You know, and they always speak, man, well, I'm tired of hearing them long stories. That, just, man, I can go look at a DVD, listen to some stories. So we got to come with something Absolutely. that's of value for these youngsters. They want Absolutely. to wanna, you know, they wanna go to the, take it to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. But a lot of us are not making ourselves available to them, you know, uh, or a lot of us are making ourselves available to, to them for all the wrong reasons. You of know. course. You know, so, you you know, you, you know, we just have to lead by example. We got to stop doing, you know, we got we got to do less talking and, and, and more action. Of <laughs> you course. Know, you know, we can't, you know, we can't, you know, we can't keep blaming the women, you, you know, because, hey, I, I mean, you know, you know, you know, we, we have to build something. And, you know, that that's the only way that that that, that things are going to change. You know, is if we do that and we start with leading by example, you know, if someone, right. well, you, you know, you can't, you know, you can't 
you know, I mean, it, it's all about who who wants to change for the better, who wants to build their own business, and who, who wants to have something. You know, you you know, so you know, you can put it out there to them. You know, it's a lot of guys that are receptive. You got a lot of people that are not. You know, men and women. You know, so so I think that that's a great start. You know, we need to offer resources because that's what right. it's all about. That's what it's right. all about at the end of the day. You know, where can I get a business loan? How can I, can you show me how to write a grant? Can you show me how to get a grant? Could you show me how to start a nonprofit organization? That's what we need to be talking about instead of uh, arguing about dark skin, team light skin, and these things that really are not doing us any good at all. You know, we need to focus on economics, man, straight up. Do you, do you, think, the election, do you think that the election has a lot to do with our future uh, that's, that's why things are being affected the way they are nowadays. I mean, is it the election? What do you think about this new way of election with this, these renegades that been, and how Donald Trump been able to come and knock off real politicians out the way and, 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 and just how society is with these new rules and regulations and everything that's not, that used to not be okay is okay now. I mean, what do you think for our future, what our future looks like? What do you think it looks like for us politically? Oh, man. Well, you know, as we both know, you know, presidents are not elected, they're selected, <laughs> you know. So, and what I mean by that is, you know, they already know who they want to put in place, you know, who they want there. Uh, I'm not now, now don't get me wrong. I, I'm not saying don't, don't vote all the way around. I, I think that voting on a, on a, on a local level has more of an effect on you. You know, but as far as uh, these presidential uh, candidates, I don't like either one of them. I, I don't like either. I, I don't like either of them. You know, and uh, as far as where we're going to be, uh, I really don't know. And that's why it's best that we just uh, not really focus on them. We need to focus on us. You know, right. and you know, we, we can't really focus on who's going to be president. Well, if because I hear people saying the most ridiculous things. Oh, if Trump gets in, I'm going to leave the country. Man, there's nowhere you can go, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, especially, especially when he become president. Yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is, man. You know, you have to build. You have to build some wealth for yourself. You know, you have to build your. You, you have to build. You I have know, a question have, like that. I have a question. I'm hearing you say uh, you have to build. How do you get yeah. a, a group of people that have been so used to? I'm just hypothetically speaking, not because of their, uh, uh, they just like got homeless. I'm talking about the people that just don't want to do nothing, that just think that the world owes them something. That's just, just, I mean, you know, you got people that's on on, on uh, yeah. general relief and food stamps, so they really do need this money. They do, you know, they yeah. do need the county money. You know, they really do need the system. But you got some people out here that's just not trying to do anything and think the world owes them something. How do you get oh, yeah. the dynamics? How do you go to those groups of people? And those groups of people are so important because mm -hmm. those are the ones that know how to go get this free money and mm -hmm. go spend it. They know where to go spend it at. I'm just hypothetically. They do. People that make money, that get free money, they know where to go spend it. They know how to go buy it. They know where to go spend it. They know what to go do with it, even though they spend it fast. They know That's, right where to go. Hey, man, what you, man I'm going to go out, you know, off the top. As soon as we put that money get in their hand, that money is already gone already. You know what yes. I mean? So how do we get the people that's from mm -hmm. like a low sufficiency 
mm-hmm. system is not Why? used to paying a mortgage, not used to paying a real light bill uh-huh. or a gas bill. Right. Uh, to get, you know, they used to go and get their hair, nails, toes, uh, buy some mm-hmm. new tennis shoes, uh, buy some clothes, uh, going out, spending, going out to travel. How do you be able to not train them, but how do you get them to want to change the dynamics on living the right way where the girl knows yeah. she used to get her hair done this month, mm-hmm. she used to get her, her, her toes done this month, she used to go to uh, the Savoy this month and spend 100 bucks on liquor. How do you give them the dynamics and want to change that that sense of thought of thinking what they're doing right? How do you change that, do you think? Well, uh, what I think, I mean, um, you know, um, it's it's uh, it's an uh, it's an age old story, brother. You know we, you know you know you can put the you know you can put the the uh, information out there. You know you know you can't make anyone get on that level. Un- unfortunately, you, you know you know what you can do. You know you can give you know you can give them the information. You know talk to them. You know let them know that the resources are there. But unfortunately, you know we can't make anybody do anything. You know the, the the choice is them. You can't really focus, or you know, too too much energy on those who don't want to do anything. You know, you you, you know, is best. I like focus that. On, I like that. That's my yeah. motto too. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I mean, you know, because you're gonna burn yourself out, man. And then those people, in a lot of cases, will have more contempt for you. You know, when you try to help them. I mean, we've all had family members and friends like that, my man. You know, where you try to help them, and then the more you help them, the more you do for them, the worse they treat you. So we can't really waste time. It's too late in the day, like, to be trying to convince grown folks to do what they know they need to be doing. So we need to focus on those who do want to do right. something. You, you know, we, we just don't have that, why is that time. But why is that so important? <laughs> but why is that so important to be able to articulate and grab mm-hmm. the ones that want mm-hmm. to do it and don't worry about the ones that do want that don't want it? You know, you grab the ones that it's like you might have 50 yeah. ones that don't want to do it, but you find five of them that want to do it. And, and you know the dynamics of the 50 is so positive, so strong that you can get those 50. Yes. But at the same time, you're still willing to uh, – yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and someone out of five people, these five people mm-hmm. out of fifty, this is the exactly the ones that right. just took the place of the fifty. Right. Well, well, I mean, well, you know, I, I, I would rather I would rather have a solid, strong five, you know, than a wavering fifty. You know, you know, than you know, a fifty, you know, fifty plus uh, individuals who, 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 you know, who tap out when things get tough. You know, who, you know, who, you know, who who run, you know, from the challenge of doing for self, you know, you know, you just don't have that kind of time. I would rather have less men or less women or like a a lesser team in numbers who are more reliable than a larger team in numbers who, you know, who are not, man. I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, things, you know, things are getting, I mean, things are very, very serious now, and we only need to focus on serious people. I mean, if those people want to come along, hey, bring them along. Hey, you know, when Harriet Tubman, you know, you know, when she led her rebellion, you know, with the Underground Railroad, she, you know, she didn't waste time taking along people who didn't want to go because she knew that if she did, those individuals would turn on her down the right. road. Right, follow right, what I'm saying? Right, so you, right, can't, right. you can't, you can't make, you just can't waste that. You don't have that kind of time. You of know. course, of course. So we got yeah. a we got a question on the motherboard, man. Somebody have a couple of questions, you know. Then we go yes. to the the board. Uh, the first question was, can someone give an example 
of when something was given to someone and they did something prosperous with it. Oh, wow. Can can someone name something that was given to someone and they did something prosperous with it? Right. You mean uh, as far as... That's a question as, for anybody on call. I mean, uh, to oh, me, okay. that's a question that's, uh, that's for anybody, that's you know. Yeah. yeah. I a, mean, there's a couple a up question. here, you know. Can someone right. give an example of when something was given to someone and they did something prosperous with it? I think I just did that this weekend. I did oh, something wow. like that similar this weekend. Uh, I just gave a youth concert, a multicultural concert at Toyota. And nice. uh, Toyota uh, gave away all these bags. It's Icon, I think so. What's, in that? What's the other car dealership? I think it's Icon. Mm-hmm. is going out of right. business, so Toyota gave up like 300 gift bags with hats and everything in it. And my buddy has a club that, you know, he works at the Mavericks Flat. He's a DJ. And he was like, yeah, man, I need some bad, man, I need some gifts, man, because he's, oh, you know, the, the old old school like gifts, you know, when you give out raffles, you know, mm-hmm. the old school like these gifts. So I was like, man, you know what, brother, I got these about 30 30 uh, bags I just got from Toyota, man. Come get these bags and wrap them off. You feel what right. I'm saying? So that's kind of like, and I bad as I wanted to keep them and do something else with them, you know what I mean? Because these are hats that nobody else have. Uh, you know, the car that they uh not making them was more of the Fast and the Furious car, so it was legendary hats, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I was able to get this guy 15 bags for right. something somebody gave to me, you know, and it's just that that's what you have to do, you know. And is there anybody Absolutely. else on the line that have a testimony or a story about something like that? An example well, of somebody giving, somebody gave it away or something? Anyone? Or just well, shared I, it, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Well, I, I mean, I, I know I was. I mean, you know, I, I can remember when um, – when, uh, you know, when I first, uh, you know, when I opened up my first gym, you know, with the, uh, with the Riverside County Parks and Rec Department, you know, I, I didn't have a dime at the time. And uh, I met a good mentor, you know, that worked for the city. And uh, he said, well, hey, you know, hey, I can, I, I have no equipment. All I had was the building, <laughs> you know, as all I had was the space. I All I had was like a couple of jump ropes and things like that. And what he told me, he's like, well, look, I can, I can, I can give you the money, but you have to promise me something. You have to, you have to help all the underprivileged kids around here because it was a gang infested area. You know, you got, you have to help them. So this guy wrote me a, you know, he wrote me a nice sizable check and I I didn't have to return a dime. And to this day, we're best friends. You know, he gave me, he gave me $1,200. He gave me $1,200, and I went out and, you know, bought what I needed. I got some used equipment, and that was my first time out. And he was like, hey, you know, you, you just, you know, but but you have to work with them. You you have to mentor them. You know, you have to let them come in your gym. You have to set some time aside, at least one hour, to work with them. And I do it, and I agree to it. We're still friends to this day, man. That's, it, that's, it, that's what I'm talking about, man. And, mm-hmm. and these are the type of stories that need to be told out here. You know, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy yeah. Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We have Mark. How do you pronounce your last name? Skurlock. 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 Uh, Skurlock, S-C-U-R-L-O-C-K. 
Okay, okay. Y'all heard what he said his name was, ladies. I don't want to mess his name up no more than what it is, okay? But, uh, yeah, man, I'm glad that you're on the line. Somebody got some more questions. Um, this is another question. The people that are asking for something, what are they asking for? What was that? The people, the people that are asking for something, what are they asking for? When you say people, who do you, who do you mean? Is this is like this people in general. I mean, this is like when you go out somewhere, you really like, say, for example, like oh, I said okay. about the 50 to 60 people, but five mm-hmm. people are really asking for something. You know what I mean? Right, right. Right. Most people ask for money. <laughs> you know? You know. Right, well, why do you, you think know. of that? I mean, why do you think of that? I mean, because that that's what I want to know. Why is it that you think people have the nerve to ask for money? You know what I'm saying? And that takes a lot of nerve to sit up all day long in front mm-hmm. of a store at a gas station on an off ramp on a freeway to have your mm-hmm. cup with a sign and ask for money. Asking for money. Well, you know, you you, you know, um, most people, I've come to the conclusion, Lorenzo, that a lot of people or most people want something for nothing. You know, a lot of these people, now you do have guys, you know, uh, women and men, you know, who are able, you know, who are really, you know, in a bad situation, you know, of course we know that, you know, having lived in, in, and lived and still living in Southern California, you know, we've seen, you know, homelessness, you know, is a serious problem. It always has been, you know, so, you know, you got some individuals that that really need the help, man. But then you got those individuals ah, that just want something for nothing, you know, that, you know, they just want, they just want a handout. You know, and uh, I've been seeing, I know lately, at least out here, man, you know, I've been seeing them getting younger and younger. You right. know, and I'm like, wow, you know, what's up with these young, healthy-looking guys standing on the corner holding a sign at the intersection? Wow. You know? Yeah, I'm man, like, healthy. Healthy. Right. right. I'm like, do for self. You know, do for self. You know, we have to, you know, we have to become autonomous because that's where your power is. You have to be independent. You know, yes. people respect you, and, and that's what I teach my sons, and that's what I teach my, you know, my my young fighters. You know, you you can't hey, bargain with what you. Where's your gym? Where's your gym located at? Okay, my gym is located in San Antonio, Texas, at fifty seven oh seven TPC Parkway. Fifty seven oh seven TPC Parkway seven eight two six one is my zip code, and I can be reached by phone at two one zero six zero nine five eight two nine. So do you? So do you do? Do you have like so? So say for instance, I have a gym out here in California, and mm-hmm. can I give like? Can we give like a, a Midwest and a West Coast tournament with the youth? Actually, we could. Actually, we could. We, you know, that that wouldn't. That's a that's a very tangible goal. You know, that's very tangible. Um, it, it would take uh, you know some good organization. It, it would take a few months to you know to get together, but but that's tangible. Well, you know, I think I think I, I think the person we would want to get at like that is Sam Watson, the biggest promoter in boxing right now. You know, it's a friend oh, of mine. Yeah. I think if we can write a, a platform for that, 
And the weekend at nice. T25 be like one of the promoters along with Thompson Politics and what you do. And we can uh-huh. start our own uh, Midwest, West Coast, uh, you know, fight, fight night youth battle. Instead of having these old guys, these older guys, we can come up with and develop our own show where we had right. youth before they become famous. You know, because we lose yeah. a lot of our legends. You feel what I'm saying? So why not be able to create a system like that? And I think that'll work. I think Sam Watson will really oh, support yeah. that. I mean, you know, Muhammad Ali, I mean, my friend is uh, May May Ali, Muhammad Ali's okay. daughter. I know she would love nice. this type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and to give her honor to her father. You know what I mean? And see Absolutely. who's going to be the next and up-and-coming Muhammad Ali. You feel what I mean? Absolutely. So it's just an idea, man. I mean, you know, you're the business. You're part of the USA yeah. basketball personal training team. It'll be yeah. easy. It'll be a great connection. It was just an idea I just thought about. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm a, I'm a power thinker. So these are things that I need to talk around, sit around with people like yourself to help me think out things. You know, so there's something that we can talk about later. Really, we can get on that as soon as possible. There's some more questions. Uh, we have a couple of calls on the line. I know it might be. Uh, we have one caller from Southern California. You have any questions for our guests? They know they be quiet sometimes. Uh, we have some more questions. Uh, black on black crime is not only killing one another, but it's also black mm-hmm. people not supporting black businesses. What do you think about that? Oh man, that that right there is a death blow to the black community, you know, and that's something that, that that's exactly, that's a great question, by the way, whoever, whoever uh, gave that question up. Um, that's powerful because it, it is because that cripples the economy, the black dollar, you know, because there's no reason why, you know, other races should be in our communities making more money than we are and we're buying their products such as the hair care industry. You know that you know what that is a cold question. That is a cold even though we are black on black crime, but why we have black on black that's not support each other. Yeah, so that's, that's double jeopardy. That's double jeopardy. Yeah, so who, yeah, so who are we so who are we to talk about yeah. killing each other? Because we kill each other silently. We kill each there other's we spirit. We kill each other's soul. We we kill each other's spirits. We kill in the wrong we kill each other so slowly that we don't even feel no pain. We dine in our own coma and sleep. Yes, we are. Yes, we are, my man. And I love and, that and, question. I love that question, Chief. So Chief of the Galaxy gave that question. You know, I love yeah. that question. That's something that I need to take to a town hall meeting somewhere. You know, yes. because they always try to press the issue about we're killing ourselves. But, no, you is killing – we're killing ourselves by not passing economic yes. reasons That's to right. each other, not wanting That's to help right. each other, not supporting each right. other businesses. Like I say, That's if right. it wasn't for T25 supporting and believing in me, I wouldn't, right. have, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be on my hundred and third show of content politics. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But this Absolutely. black-owned company says, you know what, we like your voice. We've right. been following you. You know what? You need a radio show. I'm like, hey, yeah. Yeah. so 103 shows away ago uh, today, I did right. not know until somebody believed in me. And this is how other people right. got to do it. It's like they're passing a torch to you or right. giving you uh, uh, information but giving you the answer to it. It's like you got a test to take, but hey, look, you go to answers because I know everybody else is right. cheated on the test too. Everybody right. else then cheated on the test too. That's right. Absolutely. You get it? I get it. <laughs> so here go the answers. Really? They did not get right. to the top by being 
easy by working hard. Some, right. yeah, but the majority, no. It's the majority rules in voting nowadays. Right, right. You know? Absolutely. Remember, a non-politician is running for president. Yeah, that, that's crazy, man. I, I mean, but that's how it's set up, you know, because, we, you know, we still have to understand that we still live in a system of white supremacy, man. And uh, he is the mouthpiece of white supremacy. He says what a lot of them are scared to say. So, you know, so that's why people hate Donald Trump, but people love him too. So, you know, so, because, do, you think, so do you think they're mad because they find they, that, that he kind of came out so hard? He wasn't supposed to do this on this, uh, this presidency. He should have did that like in 2020. You know what I mean? They wasn't expected for him to come so hard uh, in the paint as trying to be president. I mean, because he's hard in the paint. Oh, yeah. He's real. He, you know, he's yeah, real. He is. He is. I mean, no, I, I think they were. That's why they selected him. He was, he was selected, man. I mean, this isn't this this wasn't done by chance. It was, you know, what we have to understand is that white supremacy, everything is done for a reason. You know, we're the only race to do a lot of things for no reason. You know, uh, with them, you know, everything they do, you know, there's a, you know, is there's there's a reason. It's a, it's a reason why right. he's there. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I hear you. Um, I hear you say white supremacy, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, mm-hmm. um, what is, is, it, is it when you say white supremacy? Do you mean white supremacy for the white people, or white supremacy for as the system they have? Because you know, because uh, you, you know, see what I'm saying? I'm saying yeah, I don't absolutely. want to confuse the people. Absolutely, there's some good white folks, and there's some good black folks, and there's some good bad white folks, and some good it is. black, and some bad it black is. folks. Because there's yeah. been sometimes where I'm not, you know, everybody you know. Absolutely, where I've been treated bad by my own people. Absolutely, you know what I'm and I, Absolutely. it's just part of life. But at the same time, right. it hurts because you. Right. I really needed help. I really right. was coming to you for real blackness assistance, and because I know that you've been through this before, right. or I know you know somebody that can help me, but <clears> you <throat> didn't. But right. I go over here to somebody that don't even know my problems, don't even know me. It just, it just hear my cry. It just right. hear my cry. Hear my cry. Yeah, yeah, you, you are, uh, you're spot on with that, and and yeah, just not to confuse anyone, it's the system, it's the right. system that we live in, because racism is a system, <laughs> you know, it's you know that that's what it is. It's a, you know, white supremacy is a system that mistreats and dominates people of color. It's the system. It's the way it's set up, and not all whites are responsible for that, you know, and that's a fact. You know, so, you know, we can't we can't blame everything on white supremacy, but we cannot deny that it does not exist. You know, right. we can't we can't kick it to the side and say, oh, no, or just because it does. But at the same time, black ignorance exists as well. And that's why we as blacks are having such a, you know, you know, the fight, you know, it, it's like a it's it's, you know, the the goal seems unsurmountable because we're dealing with a war on two fronts. You know, right. we're dealing with you know we're dealing with black ignorance. But like you said, I got I got more issues. I had more issues with my own people. You know, then you got you know issues with the system that's set in place. You know, to you know, like the justice system. That's white supremacy. They created that. You know, that's their system. You know, so 
You know, so it, it, it does exist, but we can't put it all on white supremacy. We can't do that. Of you course. Know. You of know, course. but yes, that is true. Yeah, and we're not talking about all whites because not because you know, uh, you know, not not all whites are responsible for that. Not all whites are down with that. With you know, with you with, know, and that's with, with, you know, and that's so true. I'm glad you said that. There's a lot of yeah. whites that's not down with that. You know, oh, no. uh, when I was in the rock world, when I was in the rock world and rock music world, and I was on tour, you know, I was the only predominantly brother there. You know, then you might have had Leon Mobley or Ivan Nevels that came through while I was on tour and stuff, but I was mainly the young guy you i was known as a young rock star the new rookie you know oh, wow. and just going through these different cities like nevada and utah and lake and, and, and lake uh, uh what is that um damn the big mm-hmm. lake that the, uh, the fat lake where the rich folks is that yeah there you go lake tahoe you know yeah. and you can and, and i'm riding around with these white guys and i'm hearing the white the rock stars in the in the truck i'm riding when they said look at that fucking white track i'm like what like you know i'm just like you know we got different yeah. levels of black folks we got different levels. and i said what are you talking yeah. about he said man there's three types of white people i was like what are you talking about he said yeah man there's three types i said i need to hear this right here and i was like tuning in like I need to hear this because I never heard no white people talking about no white people. Right. You know, this was new. This was, you know, I'm like, wow, let me listen to this. He said, okay, it's three types of white people. He said, you got white trash. That's right. You got middle class. And you got <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, excuse me, boy, from the country. Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> I was from, hey, he said, you got people that got so much what? money, it's no, right. level, it's, it's no level of what money they got. That's right. I mean, yeah. And they talk have, about it. They say, if you white trash, they talk about you like you, like really yeah. white trash. That that is true, and, and that's how it works. I mean, there's degenerates in every race. You know, there's you know, I mean, nobody likes degenerates. You know, but they're in every race, and you know, the elites don't like poor whites. The white elite don't. They don't reach down to help poor whites. They can care less. Right. You right. know, you think Donald Trump would help a hillbilly? No, he would not. <laughs> you know, he doesn't. You know, you know some. So, not, so what you're saying is a hillbilly is not the white right for Donald Trump. Oh no, no, no! He's all about he's all about the elite. He's all about the system. He's a part of the he's a part of the system. He's a part of that, and that's why they want him and trust and believe this country's crazy enough to elect him. Well, to select him, I, I got to take to that back. Elect because, him, but yeah, select him. Select him because your votes are not going to mean much of anything. Whoever they want in is getting in. Whoever wow, they man, want in know. is getting in. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? That's real deep, man. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is Thompson Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy yeah. Talk Radio. This is a yeah. nice, nice, culture, casual subject. Uh, ain't nobody mad, but believe me, ain't nobody glad either. You feel me? But at the same time, we're going to make this work tonight because uh, this subject tonight is really interesting. You know, we're talking about do for self. You know, what does that mean to you, do for yourself? Does it mean being self-centered? Do it mean being selfish? Do it mean being honorable? You know what I'm saying? What does it really mean by being do for self? Is it a religion? Is it something you've got to believe in? Is it a movement? I mean, what is it? I mean, you know, because uh, I have a lot of people, you can say that too, they'll cuss you out. Do right. yourself. You know, if you tell them, well, you need to do for yourself, they'll be like, what? What are you talking that, about? You know what exactly. I mean? That, start, that can start a serious argument. Exactly, man. And I, it, it's a movement, man, it, it's because because do for self, that is powerful. 
I mean, that resonates with people because that is a truth machine. Like, you can, you know, that is the undisputed truth because, you know, and that's what, you know, people are uncomfortable with the truth, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, trust me because, you know, you know, failing is always easier. You know, doing for self and taking responsibility for our actions. Oh, man, that's hard work, man. That's 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 rough, man, you know, for a lot of us. And a lot of us in the black community, we have issues with hearing the truth. You know, a lot of us love being lied to. We, you know, we we love being masqueraded and lied to. You know, but you know, but 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 the truth of the matter is, man, we're going to either do for self or fall by the wayside. That's just what it is, you know. Right. And and uh, and we we can't get caught up in who's going to be president. Who's not going to be president? Who's listen? Do what you need to do, you know, for you and yours. You know, build something. You know, that's what it's all about, man. Economic empowerment on all fronts. You, you know, you know, because that's still looking for a leader. You know, that's still like that pie in the sky. Like, okay, well, you know, and you know what, man? I just love what you said because it's like I was sometimes I thought I was feeling I thought I was feeling wrong the way I felt about this election. You know, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I don't lie to people. You know, my first time, yeah. my first time ever voting was for Obama. You know, because oh, I feel yeah. the things that I've been through in life on my own personal level in life. And, you know, they always say voting counts, and I believe that. You know, but it's just a point of how I've been raised, what I've been seeing in my own life, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the things I experienced in my own life. You know, mm-hmm. why I don't believe in and that's following man. That's like yeah, following men. That means that's what me saying. know that. By me believing in God, that God is right. nobody. I mean, it's like really, I mean, like my right. was just telling me, like, well, you're going to have to vote for one of them. I said, I ain't got to vote no, for don't. none of them. You know no, what I'm you, saying? No, you well, don't. I said, I, yeah. I, I, say, I said, uh, I said, no, none of them. I said, I don't like none of them. She said, but you got nope. to vote for one regardless no, of one. No, you and don't. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just, and I'm saying, I'm saying my soul. If I say I'm just going to just go vote for anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's I said, right. That's not right in my soul. See, you know see, what I mean? That's not right in my soul. Well, you got to well, vote for somebody, but why? Why do it, I? Exactly. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you why, brother. Because that you know we're the only race, you know, and I gotta I gotta call it what it is that 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 does things over and over that do not work. It does not work for us. But instead of us doing something different and revising our strategy, we'll keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, all because of tradition, all because of what your uncle told you to do, all because of, you know, that's what someone else told you to do, you know, and, oh, you have to vote. No, you do not. There's no law saying that you have to vote. Now, you can vote on a national level, I mean, on a local level, you know, for aldermen, you know, where Wherever you live at, city council, if that's your thing, you, you may want to vote for the mayor. That's your thing, you know. But but my thing is, what have any of those people really done for people of color? Like, what what have they really done? I mean, Bernie Sanders, everybody's on his bandwagon. Hey, you, must, you must be in a bad area for your phone going in and out. Okay, okay. Let me – hold on. Let me get out of here. Yes. Okay, what about now? Uh, I think it sounds a little better. Okay, hold on, hold on for a sec. No, that sounds cool right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got another question from the uh, from the motherboard man. Uh, is it the Hillary Clinton? Is is okay? Is it the Hillary type 
that supports Trump, they are notorious for voting against their okay. own Mr. interests. All right. Did you hear that question? No, I, I didn't hear it. Uh, let me hear it again. Okay. It is, it is, hold on, <clears throat> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> this is on this play. <laughs> okay, it is the Hillary types that supports Trump. They are notorious for voting against their own interests. Right, exactly. Hey, hello, let me interrupt you. Go ahead, you come on with it. No, that's not the Hillary type. It's the hillbilly type. He, he was talking about the hillbilly earlier. Oh, hillbilly. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh okay, because I got a real small. Okay, okay, now I see it. It says it is the hillbilly type that supports Trump. Okay, okay. Right. So why do you think that? Why do you think that? Why do you think well, the hillbilly supports Trump? Read the whole the question. Read. It is the hillbilly types that support Trump. They are notorious for voting against their own interests. And this is typical, brother, you, you down there in Texas, but especially down there in Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama. And, and you know, you, uh, uh, Bill Maher did a special one night on that, and they went around and interviewing some of those older people down there in, in uh, Mississippi. You know, their teeth were falling out. They didn't have any health insurance, dental insurance. And they were voting against uh, the health care uh, program that uh, Barack had set up. And it's clearly against their own interest. They're out there living in shacks, living out in the woods, and they did not want any type of government subsidies coming in from the government to even fix their teeth. They'd rather have their teeth rot out than to, have the, than to give a black president credit for it initiating a health care program that would benefit them. So that is the spirit of the question. Why do these people contend the hillbilly types that are voting for Trump, the one with the guns and the, the ones that uh, like to watch wrestling and slam each other with chairs or whatever, you jump off a rooftop <laughs> into a garbage can or a little bucket of water. Yeah. Why yeah. do these people continuously vote against their own better interests to better themselves, and they would rather stay in their current condition. It, it appears as though they would rather admit that a monkey is their father than the black man is their father. So it, it's sort of like that. A monkey is their uncle, I'm sorry. A monkey is uncle. their uncle rather than a black man being their father. So it's just continuously, it's continuously voting against their own interests. Wow. That's good. That's good. But that's true. Hey, there's something wrong with the uh, the, the frequency because everybody's sounding dragon like. I wish we'd get it right, bro. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me clearly? Yeah, I can. Yeah, it just sounds kind of like dragon a little bit. How How's my sound coming through? Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, everybody sounds like it. Okay. Yeah, but uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is T25CO.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. This is County Politics. This is a lovely show tonight. It is uh, 8 Um I've seen somebody else on the line. I guess they just real quiet tonight. I don't know who that is. Calling from Southern California. Who is that on the line? 
Can you let yourself be heard or known or who it is? Is it Michelle? Who is it? Because you're very quiet. Got your phone on mute. I guess it's called cute it and mute it right. I heard that. This is Counterpart Six Lorenzo Murphy. Um, now, do you have any other uh, boxing uh, terminus coming up? Do you have any? Have you made any champions that we need to know about or up and coming fighters that you've been trained that's up and coming to look out for? Uh, do you have any fighters you train that's in the Olympics right now? Uh, well, we we have a few youngsters uh, in there. There um, at, at this point, uh, we're we're working with the uh, with the Randazzo Brothers Boxing Club. Uh, here in San Antonio, that's my home club, and uh, we 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 have several of them there. Um, if anyone, I, I can't remember their names at the moment, but but uh, but what you can do is um, I have them I have them posted uh, at my at my business site at Show and Improve Fitness at Facebook dot com. Okay, okay. Like I said, I really appreciate you coming out on the show. Uh, uh, Galaxy TV, you have any questions for him? Because, you know, I'm going to cut it short. All right. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, I, I got one little news flash for you. All right, um, first of all, I want to say, Marlon, it's great having you on the show tonight, man. You've been a Thank real you. good inspiration, man, and uh, your you. insight is very, 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 very insightful. Thank um, you. Thank you. But I just got something to say. Uh, Lo, you said like you had like 102 shows, I think it is, 103 shows. Um, and Rosalind's had close to about 200 almost. And Barbara's somewhere up around 150. Sandra has a couple of dozen. And um, I have to tell you this, and you guys may not know this, but the reason why T25CL Entertainment is even here today is because of boxing. Mm, okay. And I don't think Lorenzo even know it, but 16 years ago, I promoted a world championship fight in Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, nice. So, yeah, between uh, Bash Ali and Terry Ray for the World Boxing Federation Cruiserweight Championship. And it was the experience of my life, actually, and going through going through what it went through and going into the gym and training with uh, mm-hmm. Bash Ali, who was my uh, um, boxer, who was living here in Oakland at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was quite an experience going here to King's Gym and working out training, doing the road work and, and the gloves and stuff. And, um, my uh, boxer, he would always beat me in a long distance because, you know, boxing, you know, you got to have a win. So I said, yes. okay, yes. but me playing baseball, you can play baseball. I said, come on, I want to sprint you. We'll run 50 yards from this tree to that tree, and I bet you can't beat me. <laughs> All right. Wow. No problem. I will beat you, Chief. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we had a sprint, and I could beat him in the sprint. But he would tear me up in a long distance. And... um. And then I went over to Lagos, Nigeria, and that's when we did the fight against uh, Jerry Ray. And it's a story behind the story behind the story, but I know he's getting ready to shut down, but this is a short version of it. And, you know, and being in the gym here in Oakland, you know, I see how they spar and treat everybody nice and gentlemanly. My brother, when you're in Nigeria and you're training over there, the training in Nigeria when they're hitting in that ring, it is a real serious thumping. 
And if you make it past the sparring, the fight is easy. And they do it much differently. And the sisters are there at the at the gym, and the and the brothers on the drums. The music is going, and the spirit level is much much more higher where they're in the gym. Because the brothers are there on the drums, the sisters dancing, and the brothers are in the ring, they thumping, and and, they, and it's a different spirit. But when you come back over here, it's sort of like it's kind of quiet except for the gloves hitting and people on the side just just thumping and hitting the bag. But it's a whole different spirit when you're in Nigeria and when you're training for a world championship fight. Oh, and, and and one of these shows we'll do a a, a show on this, but. For that period of time, being on radio, television, every day, being on billboard, I actually know what it feels like to be like a Michael Jordan or a Steph Curry or Magic Johnson. I got that feeling for about a month. And then, walk, and then walking out of that ring on uh, September 9th of 2000 with a world championship belt that I have right here in my home right now. Nice. That's when I came back. That's when I started meeting all these entertainers, and then started uh, motion picture projects, and and uh, then starting up uh, uh, T25CL Entertainment, and then years later getting the Galaxy Talk Shows off the ground. But it all comes from uh, boxing. Absolutely. 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 I love boxing. Oh yeah, I do too. And not as a fan, but I like it from the standpoint of getting ready for a fight and the yeah. things that you go through. And, um, and boxing is a whole, whole different world. It's a different thing, man. Yeah, and, and even I tell people all the time when I'm having this discussion, and you probably know this, the world probably doesn't know it, but boxers are very lonely people. Yeah, and, they are usually reclusive. They they usually stay to themselves, but they're used to having people around them. They got to have people around them, mm-hmm. and but they're usually just loner to themselves. But they welcome having having people around them. And and I know in Nigeria we always had people around us, people that were with our entourage, bodyguards, and and whatever else. We go to nightclubs over there, man. There's no waiting in line. We got sections to ourselves. And, uh, man, just first-class treatment all around. And so it's an experience, man. So I really reward you for what you're doing, my brother. And uh, keep up the great work. And you're very insightful on what's happening out here with um, black economics and what's going on right out here right now. And and if I have to... And an exit question for you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and speaking on the black agenda, mm-hmm. is the black movement still alive? And is there a solution to the black economic issue? And if there is a solution, mm-hmm. what what is it? The solution to the black uh, economic issue? Yeah. Um, I think that the first, I think that the first thing we need to do is we need to start doing exactly what we're doing now. We need to form a network with like-minded individuals. You know, that's the that's the first thing. You know, is is um is connecting 
with people who are serious and who are on the same page. And then once we get that, then we need to have an agenda. We need to uh, we need to put an agenda in place and execute it. So it's network agenda and execute it. That's what we need to do. Uh, oftentimes, we what we do is uh, man. I'm getting a lot of feedback and echo. I don't know yeah. if it's my fault. Is it okay? Now it's better. Okay. Yeah, as I was saying, yeah, we we need to uh, we need to form a um, a network, you know, with like-minded individuals like ourselves, you know, who are serious, and then we need to we need to we need to get organized and get an agenda, and not just get an agenda. Oftentimes, what we do as black, we just get together, <laughs> you know, and then we end up talking about things, frivolous things, you know, that really do us no good. You know, so we, you know, we if we if we're gonna network and connect, we need to have an agenda, put it in place, and execute the agenda. Um, you know, um, you know, and that could be that could be, um, you know, hey, let's um, let's do this. You know, why don't we work on gathering? All of us, you know, need to get like this group can gather resources. You know, this group can, t- you know, this group can secure funding. This group can go out and advertise to the people, you know, that that's an agenda, you know, and everyone needs to be accountable, you know, for for their role. That's the thing, doing for self. Doing for self means being accountable, you know what I'm saying? And once we do that, you know, even if we start small, the thing is a lot of times we try to grab too many people at one time, you know, and that's, that's what black people do. That's what we do. We, we go try to get... Uh, uh, 50 or 100 people, listen, it only takes a few down people, a a few guys that are down, a few women that are down, and just go from there, you know, and just mean what we say and say what we mean. It'll catch on. It will snowball. It will catch on. We can't just go out trying to grab a buck. Trust me, you 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 know, when you're putting things in place, when things are in order, you know, and you have an agenda, Oh man, you know things start getting done. Our problem is black people, we can't organize, get an agenda and execute. You know, a lot of times you know, the Chinese can they have Chinatown, the Koreans have Korean town. Yeah, you German town, the Jews have, you know, well, that speaks for itself. They got everything. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. That's because that's because that's because they they did what we're talking about. You know, they, they, they network. Where did we go wrong? You know, if you say Chinatown, we can identify. They got restaurants, clothes stores, shoe stores, whatever. But because we have a ghetto. I don't think, hey, I don't think we've never been right to even go wrong. <laughs> there you go. I, I agree, brother. I agree, Chief. <laughs> and the problem is self-hatred. It's self, a lot of it's self-hatred. You know, we we don't, you know, a lot of uh, division. That's where, like you said, we never was right in the first place, you know, <laughs> you know. And uh, a lot of that, man, uh, a lot of that came from slavery. A lot of that are, are, are the remnants of slavery, brother, you, you know. But there, but but not everybody thinks like that, you know. I mean, look at us, you know, three of us. We're sitting here, you know, you know, we're you know we're building, you know, we're you know we're putting it out there, you know. 
And that's a lot of times that's all it takes, man. You know, it's just two or three, four guys, you know, to do something, and then millions to catch on. That's well, how, of course. You know, you know that, that's, that's how you it works. That. You know, it's funny as you say yeah. that. You know, I'm not trying to cut you in, but I was at yeah. this event the other day with one of our business partners, you know, he runs uh, our culture under construction organization. It's a major mm-hmm. movement. And, and right. he was in there, you know, she was walking around, you know, me and her always, you know, we advise each other on a lot of things. And we walking mm-hmm. around, this guy was so amazed about our culture under construction. He's sitting there giving us dictation on what we needed to do. You know, he's making a sound. Right. You can tell he's really interested. He's like, he tells us where to go get the money. He telling her, he even asked her, okay, well, after you give your conference, what are you mm-hmm. going to do after your conference? Like, you know, he's hitting her real hard and stuff. So right. uh, as he's talking, you can tell he's feeling what we're doing. He said, in your radio show, because they just passed Prop 47 mm-hmm. in California mm-hmm. to where they got $67 million in California now, and we can go get that money now, right? So then right. he said, our culture under construction, he felt that movement. He's like, oh, my God. So this is what I told him. And she was trying to wonder, why did I tell this dude that thought he mm-hmm. was telling us something that we didn't right. already know? I leaned over to him. Now, he was a pastor, Prop Richard, whatever his name was, and mm-hmm. I said, this is right in front of us. And I said, because when right. I'm out there, no joke, this is my business. So when I did, right. I leaned over to him, and I said, listen, I said, we don't deal with everybody. We don't need everybody at the table. There's just a few people that you use to go get this money, because he yeah, was, like, you know. coming at us like, he was like, well, I got a bunch of people. No, brother, look, no. Top, yeah. look, homie. Well, I don't get down like that, man. And my and my and my business partner looked at me after we after we got done. She said, "Why were you so hardcore?" I said, "Because we need to know that we don't need no mm-hmm. lot of people to get that sixty-seven no. million dollars. No. We don't work with no, that. We, we have our own yeah. people." Right, exactly. And a lot of times that can just cost you more. That can be more trouble than you need. You know, you know when you come in the game. You know, it's just too many people, you know, because you have to be on the same page, you of know, course. you know, and, 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 and that's the main thing, you know, that's, and I think that's where a lot of us go wrong because, you know, we, we choose poorly, you know, when it comes to coming together as a collective, we go get this person who's really not business oriented or who really has no interest <laughs> in what we're doing. They're just along for the ride, you know, but we bring them anyway because they're cool. Right. You know, or because they make us laugh. We got to get out of that. You know, black people, especially black men, you, you know, we got to stand up, man. You know, a, a little, we got to do a whole lot better than what we're doing, man, and, and be taken serious. And the only way that we're going to be taken serious is if we really start reaching out to like-minded brothers and networking and starting there. Like, this is a starting point. Like, you know, we all really just met tonight. <laughs> you know, I mean... You know, and th- this is this is good. This is how it starts, you know. And and uh, to those who 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 want to build, hey, we can do some. Those who don't, hey, man, you know, then um, you know, then then they won't be invited, you know. Because right. um, right. we d- we just need to do better than what we're doing. We we need to do better than what we're doing. And 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 and, and when people see that, oh man, these guys are serious, man. These guys are getting their money right, man. He's Oh man, they're building an economic base. Then people, then they'll start taking you serious because they know they can't just treat you any kind of way. You know, because when you don't have any money, you know, just like in real life, you know, just like in life in certain situations, you know, when you don't have any money, people tend to mistreat you. You know, you you know what I mean. When you are codependent on someone, 
you know, which, it, you know, people tend to mistreat you. You know, that's just what they do. You know, right. especially, if, you know, if you depend on someone too much financially, in a lot of cases they're going to mistreat you. You know, and and and, and that and, and that goes with black people. You know, when you rely on another race too much or another group of individuals too much, you're going to get mistreated, man. You're going to get slapped around, and they know you're not going to do anything. Why? Because you're codependent on them. You know, right. you, you follow what I'm saying? You are codependent. Right. You need me. You need what I'm giving you. And that's when people mistreat you when they know you need them. And that's in business situations, man. That's in relationships. That's in, you know, that's in, that goes all the way around the board. So that's why, you know, I stress do for self in, in, in every facet of your life so that, so that, um, so that you can call shots, you know, and that you're not at someone's mercy because you can't fend for yourself. Right. You know, fi- right. financially or otherwise, because then right. you're someone, you know, you don't like, you know, don't don't allow yourself, you know, to be mistreated because you can't man up, you know, or because you don't want to, you know, just do for self and, and, and do what you need to do to put yourself in a position, you know, to where you can delegate and you can call shots, you know, because to be a boss, you got to be a good follower <laughs> before you can be a good leader. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, you know, you you, you know, you got to know how to take orders and give them too. See, wow. see, see, a lot of people just want to jump straight to being a boss, but you got you got to know how to take orders. You know how to give them too. You know, so so, but uh, in essence, you know, uh, that's something that a lot of the great leaders talked about. You know, Martin Luther King spoke on that, and they conveniently they they, they conveniently hide those those tapes. You know, when he talked about building an economic base and doing for self, when he started doing that, that's when they reached out and touched him. Right. You know, because, because, because he started waking blacks up like, hey, we could, we could stop all of this if we just bought our own real estate, bought, opened our own stores, and just did things for us. I mean, you could still have a job, but you need to do something for yourself, too. You need to build something. Right, you know, right, right, right. And, and, and until we do that, oh, man, brother, and, until we do that, we're going to continue to be mistreated, abused, kicked around, disenfranchised, and dogged out because that's what people do when you rely on them financially, brother. That's what they do to you. Wow. Right. That's, that's period. Just like in that's business. What <laughs> that's what they do to you, man. That's what a job would do to you if they know you need that job and you'll never leave and that's all you have. Man, they're going to mistreat you. At some point, you know, they're going to work you a little harder, talk to you any kind of way. Why? Because they know you can't leave. They know you need that money. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if someone knows, hey, he has options, uh, you know, that person has options, uh, then they tend to take you a little bit of, you know, they tend to take you more serious because you can get up, pick up, pack up, and push on. You can leave because you don't need them. <laughs> you know, you you know, you you're just fine doing what you're doing. And then people are not as quick to do things to you because they're like, hey, well, hey, you know, that guy, could, he, he can leave. He can go over here and take his, you know, he can take what he has, his his resources and rebuild somewhere else. So we can't mistreat him. He's he's a value. When you do for he's self, stable. Yeah, he's stable. 
Yeah, that's right. And you hold value. I mean, even in relationships, even with women, you know, when a woman knows that, hey, here's a man is independent, he's doing for himself, that's value. That that that's a that's a good thing, even though a lot of us should be doing that, but a lot of us men ain't doing that. So right. so and that's why a lot of them look at us as 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 something less than. You know, and you know, so until we do that, man, then we'll be taken serious by everybody. By everybody. Right. right. I like Not, that. I know, like that. Right. Not picking up guns and and you know, and going, you know, and going on a killing spree—that's not gonna work, brother. That's not gonna work, brother. You gotta be—you gotta beat the system, man, with your mind. And that—and that, um, what that is, you know, that—that right. You know, yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got, we got to get our paper right. We gotta, you know, we gotta get our resources because that's what this battle is all about. The, the the this election is all about who controls the resources, brothers. Who controls that? That's what white supremacy is all about, dominating you and holding resources from you. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, it's like eight commandments they have for us, how they keep control of you on the welfare, how they keep control there of your you mental go, health, brother. how they keep control there of your you education, go. how they keep hey, control right. of you. As long as they're able to give you welfare and food stamps, they know they got control of you. As long as they got control of yeah. the health care, they have That's control right. of you. It's, that, that, that's I know right. it's a system. You know it's called a system. I have that's to right. work at my it's called a system that um this one guy Keller mm-hmm. Keller 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 is something a Jewish guy and he trained mm-hmm. it to Obama and he trained it to Hillary Clinton. There was his there was that was their Ready teacher. Side. And this is what they teach in our community on how to keep control of our community in the state right. levels. I actually no, you put one up on Facebook, and I have it. One we got to talk about that, mm-hmm. and, I, and it's like right. the, it's like the eight commandments on how to keep control of us. And I don't mean just blacks; I mean all oh, yeah. Americans. How to keep control right. over us? They have a yeah. school. How they teach these political people how to come in and and teach us and get us to do what they need us to do. That's right. This is That's strategy. Right. It's not. It's not out the heart. This is a strategy. This is a, 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 a articulated plan from people at a round table that's coming up with great ideas for something that don't right. even exist. Hey, can I piggyback off of something you said earlier? By the way, this is Joe Knowledge from Come on uh, in. L.A. I just checked in. And uh, hey, my man, hey, you on fire over there, man. I'm just like over here, like ready to jump in every two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, right on, uh, right on. You brought up uh, um, um, Martin Luther King, and I, yeah. and I was surprised to hear you say that because I've done my homework. That's the reason why they call me Joe Knowledge because that's what I I study history. I'm a historian. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a preacher. I'm a historian. I share. Things yes. that, I, that I learn with people. I can't teach you yeah. anything, but I can share with you what I've learned and inspire right. people to do their own research. That's my only job in life is to help inspire and raise consciousness of people and, and get them to get to a higher consciousness about life and God. Right. But when you brought up Martin Luther King, you brought up a really good uh, uh, topic mm-hmm. of mine because um, 
Um, I met a dude from Ghana, and he was an older guy, mm-hmm. and he I sat down with him and had a real long conversation, and he was telling me that before Martin Luther King had any type of civil rights plan, he was invited to Ghana, Africa, and it was a all-expense-paid trip. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he sat down and showed them their their independence plan for their civil rights plan for independence. With that plan, they did gain their independence at that time when they did it, right? But it's a lot of corruption going on now, even though it's a small percentage of people that's doing it that's right. currently doing it. But this plan is what they gained their independence with. He showed uh, Martin Luther King this plan, and when Martin Luther King yeah. came back, that's yeah. when he started saying, hey, we can do yeah. this. We need to build this. There, we need to start that. Go. We need to get yeah. our own this. We can get part there of the uh, court building. They'll give it to us to do our own thing. We need to mm-hmm. separate. We need to talk of segregation. There and then go, two a couple of weeks before he got killed, mind you, I've seen some of his speeches. He's <laughs> yeah. got some black power speeches where he say, I'm black and yes, I'm proud. And do, yes, do, do. And I mean, he goes yes, in. He don't be talking yes, about does. religion, really. He really be talking about some African consciousness, black that's, stuff. And, uh, that, that's right. Uh, uh, it was just mm-hmm. a few weeks before he was murdered that he said something about integration, and they killed him on that mm-hmm. note. Now, being yeah. that he were. Uh, uh, a man of the cloth or a mason, whatever, and you know, yeah. he finally got pressed in the sand what he said, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and and they killed him on that note so he can be locked into that integration speech. But in reality, uh, that wasn't what he was saying. He was saying we need to be self sufficient. One of the things that I yeah, tell people yeah, so. is that if everybody yeah. we knew had a garden who could grow a garden had a garden, that's a revolutionary act in itself. Even though yes, it goes it back to our ancient African principles, giving back uh paying your ties is giving back to man, plant, and animal. Food, water, shelter, a glass yeah. of water, a jacket, a place to sleep or just being an inspiration to others. So right. as you get you talk to a plant, it grows grows better, has a spirit. And when you do things for others, it's equivalent to giving back to God because God is the almighty, all existent, everything. So when you do for others, it's equivalent to doing for God. And when they think those individualized expressions of the all, think about that mm-hmm. good you did for them. They're sending you that good karma whether you're alive or dead. Now, that's why we celebrate life. Nobody dies. You can't kill a spirit. Down south got it right. They have a parade, mm-hmm. a party when somebody's passing. The Buddhists got it right. They build an uh, altar and put a picture of someone that we love and put, put something and remind them funny of them so we constantly send that good energy to them, not the bad. Now, I'm right. saying that to say this. A lot of people right now are uniting under this new consciousness as far as what's written in stone. What's writing, right. what's older, the writing's on stone or the writing's on paper? Now, see, the writing's mm. on stone can't be revised, so it still says what it says. But the writing's right. on paper can be revised, altered, redone, right. rewritten re-paraphrase, you know what I'm saying? But when you get right. to the original copies, and it's like reading philosophy, it's like going to a psychiatrist because they start telling you things like how your conscious mind works, how your subconscious mind works, what the penile gland does, how it squirts melanin in every organ of your body and your skin. And see, then we start getting a different prism in which we look and view life. And then I take right. that and come to today's present and start studying law, which is today's law. And I, I love the Moors for their, for their, for their thing mm-hmm. because they go in on the law. But, you I'm not stuck in nobody's time period because there was a time in African history there was nobody called Moore. Uh, uh, Buddha, uh, Hindu, uh, 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 Christian, um, um, Islam. You see, none of these words existed in ancient times. Even the word God and Lord, these was all made in different time periods for us, and they had different meanings for the time that they was created. But when you look at the walls and see the truth and then come to the day and have a different prism and outlook, immediately people start to say, hey, man, we need to come together. Hey, y'all, we need to start our own. Hey, man, we need to eat better. Because even growing your garden is a religious act because you, like I 
I said, you give it back to God. Not only that, it's a revolutionary act. Instead of rioting yeah. and burning down a store, they got insurance. They can go back in there and replace that, and they got cameras to take you to jail. But if you growing your own food, which will keep you out of the hospital and keep you from buying medicine, and mm-hmm. that food to sit on the store and rot on the shelf. Now, that's a revolutionary act, when in reality, it's a religious act, because once we get back to our original way, and we start coming mm-hmm. together again, and get back mm-hmm. to a village mentality, where we all start lifting up each other's spirits, because everything we say could uplift Miss Lee to be down. But I'm watching women raise these boys, you little sucker, you little MF, you little you oh, stupid, yeah. you you know what I'm saying? Not realizing yeah. these are the men that's going to grow up, who's going to be grabbing guns and go all this uh, pent-up anger. They're going around here, you know, and your kids, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's unsafe. So if we don't become a village again and start being that person that should mm-hmm. come out with the football and get everybody on the block playing playing the game, and you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. giving people something to do. I lived in one of the neighborhoods where you had to walk a mile, mile to do anything, go to the store, yeah. go to the park, you know what I'm saying? So – in the blocks where we was at, it was nothing else to do. We fought every other day. We, 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 I mean, it was just, it, it was like a training ground for thugs. I mean, if I hadn't moved, I, I really wouldn't have seen nothing different. Thank God for right. moving all over the place and, and, and experiencing different demographics and realizing that everybody don't act the same. People don't look at the world the same lens. And where you go up and the information you're exposed to is what creates the way you look at life. So once we first change the way we looking at things, it's a selfish way we're looking at things. We've been taught by a European concept about air God, life. Everything we know about right now has come from a European concept. And then we wonder why we're around here dis, disorientated with each other. Religion itself creates separation. See, when somebody says you're a Christian, well, when you break down the true meaning of it, I am that. If you're a Muslim, well, when you break down the true meaning of it, I am that. Because we are everything. We are the true everybody's in the first place. We the true is Hebrews, right, the true right. uh, Buddha. Right. You know, the reason the Buddha's was called the niggas. They didn't, people, we don't even know that the word nigger is a holy word. That was a word for right. God once upon a time in many cultures. You know what I'm saying? From the yeah, Arabic language, right. from the Kinetic mm-hmm. language, to the niggas. Asians, to yeah. the niggas who created the Buddhas. You know, yeah. and written in our DNA, we defend this word like it's sacred, but we don't even know it. It's just like if you go into a room full of Muslims and dish the word Allah, you're going to have issues. You go into a room full of Christians and dish the word Jesus, you're going to have issues. But let another race of people dish the word nigger or use that word in the wrong context, they got issues and we don't even know it's a sacred word, but yet we defend it like it is. So we have That's to wake real. up to who we are. I got touched out uh, last week driving in traffic. A man, I was trying to bust a left before they clogged it up where I couldn't get into the parking lot. And and I kind of had to do a little bogart because I seen all the cars pulling up and there wasn't no more cars from the city. He was about to block me in. So he got mm-hmm. mad and called me a nigga. I turned around in the parking lot and pulled up because I caught him at the light. He, didn't, he got caught up at the light because there was a lot of traffic. And I said, that's right. In the Arabic language of Ethiopia, the word nigga meant God. So call me what I am to you, God. And then drove Ooh. off, thug life. Hey, this is Thompson. Hey, this is Thompson. 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 Joe, you're putting it down, man. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, you got some long wind. <laughs> but, hey, but you said it tonight. I love that. Yeah, I, I mean, know. That was, like, that, was, yeah. <laughs> that was like, that was right on, that was icing on the cake. You shouldn't need to say no more. 
For real, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, but like, the part man. about us coming together, though, under a unified consciousness and working for a goal, I, I'm, I'm digging all of that. You know what I'm saying? Because... Because unless we shake our, our old our, our understanding they gave us and get back Hell to original man. understanding about stuff and, and, and be on a collective consciousness moving forward, because now we'll learn what we need to do. Once we know where we've been, we know what we've been through, but we don't know where we came from. And when you realize where we came from, we know where we need to get back to, being right. the kings and queens of this earth, being the gods and goddesses of this earth. See, we didn't call ourselves gods. The people who created the world called us gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now you know what, and we're gonna do something about the constant politics, uh, Mr. Galaxy. Do you have any last words to say? No, I, I think Brother Knowledge there. He, he right. He, that's he, what I was saying. Can, <laughs> that's, that's icing on the cake right there. Yeah, buddy. Can can I go tonight, man? We can't do it down tonight. So I think that we didn't cover just about all bases tonight, but just as in a very short, 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 brief con- conclusion. Uh, back to the solution. Uh, one solution that we can have, man, is you know we just need a black network. Uh, people yes. have businesses, and whether it's a business, I don't care if you're just selling shoes, a hat, or right. a Woody shoe, or yeah. if it's uh, uh, accountant, or if you're a lawyer, or you're an engineer, an architect, real estate person, whatever it may be, we need a resource guide. So that we can do buying, selling, do you know, buy, sell, and trade amongst one another. And right, so when right. we have shows like this, we do a damn good job of analyzing and dissecting the problems and the issues. And Joe Knowledge can take us back about eight to ten to twenty to fifty thousand years. Mm-hmm. And uh, where we are right now, we have to walk away from uh, these discussions with. I don't care if it's one person or two people to say, here is my business. My business is, is such and such. And uh, my business is fly fitness. All right. And here is where I'm located. Come check us out. Come on down. Because a lot of people that come to a boxing gym are not a lot of people go there to be professional boxers. People go there for different reasons. People go right. for for the workout of it, you know, to hit right. the bag, get the exercise, and learn just a little self defense. So not everybody that goes there, is, you know, wants to get into the ring and get and get hit on. But boxing is some damn good conditioning, and um, that solution that uh, Lowe talked about about an hour ago about opening gyms in the community. Man, I thought about that 16 years ago about getting boxing gyms in the community instead yeah. of these cats going out there with these daggum guns and shooting and putting holes in each yeah. other. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to the gym. Not to hurt somebody, but to mm-hmm. release somebody. that frustration yeah. and yeah. not yeah. take it out into a boxing competition, not a That's fighting right. competition. It's the difference between boxing and fighting. Yeah. Absolutely. Fighting is an art. Fighting right. is just, just getting out here, just beating up and hitting each other over the head with a club or something. But boxing is an art. And, yes, and, and it's just a way to it. You defend, you counter, you punch back, come back, guard, mm-hmm. and, 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 and it's an art. And you do it on a scoring system. Okay, I beat you this week. Okay, I'm going to get you a few weeks later. But let's do it right. in a boxing right. ring. 
And then you can relieve yourself of a lot of those frustrations by hitting and getting hit as well. Because these cats out here with the little guns are basically cowards. When he jumps somebody or drives by somebody and shoots somebody and runs. Let me see you get in the squared circle and hit somebody and run. Where are you going to go then? We even, we squared up. I'm strapped up, you strapped up with leather. And, and you can't uh, call the police. There you go. There you go. Uh. And we do it in a very gentlemanly type way. And let's, right. let's release the an anger in the ring. Right. right. Hey, another business That's idea. Beautiful. I, 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 work, I uh, My club is next door that I DJ at. It's next door to an old boys and girls club in the middle of Compton, right? And every time yeah. I see it, I walk past it and, it, and it just calls out to me. It calls out to me, like, do something with me, do something with me. So I finally went over there and talked to the owner, and he said, I just want it off the land. If you want the building, you can have it if you got a place to put it. Um, so I'm just putting this out here. My dream was to open up a music store right there and sell mm-hmm. instruments and have free music classes. Plus, I wanted to oh, be able yeah. to sell uh, learning games, educational toys, educational books, uh, uh, stuff to help with homework, maybe even start right. some kind of after-school program, you know, where the students come and do after-school work or something, you know, to help right. the, uh, have a computer room with the, with the, uh, with the fax machine and, you know, the, you know, the resume uh, thing in it and stuff, you know, and then, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that was my thing. Then I wanted it to be right there, but he like, no, nah, I don't want to deal with it. You know, you can have the building if you want it. So, you know, I'm just putting this out there. I, I ran it across uh, Zoe, I think, uh, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm just. Yeah. I'm out of town right now. When I get back, you know, I just had to. We just had that big event. You know what I'm saying? So I've I've been in Lake Elsinore ever since then because that was a wonderful event. I forgot to let y'all know that uh, event that we had that multicultural event concert with these youths, man, was unbelievable, bro. It was at least 300 people that came out, you know, to this event, man, and about this diversity concert that we gave, man. It was so powerful and a very enlightening. And um, I was happy to be a part of that. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of things I have going on. Um, July 16, 2016, uh, Saturday between 11 and 2, um, I will be a, a keynote speaker at an event, first annual power lunching in Compton at the Douglas F. Dollar High Community Center. All right? Our culture under construction is doing a first annual power luncheon. Um, I will be going to Cincinnati, Ohio, um, July 30th for the Extreme Change Present Dreams and Achieve Conference and Workshop. I'm actually going there with Teach You Five. I'm going to have to sit down and talk to you, Mr. Guyvesy. I'm going out there to Cincinnati. Check this out. I'm actually been able to go back to my hometown, not my hometown, but a town where I caught my drug case at 28 years ago. I'm able to go back to the city to go teach radio broadcasting broadcasting classes to youth at the YMCA with the oh, NFL okay. is sponsoring it in Cincinnati at the YMCA. All of the, all the YMCA youth is going to be there, and I'm having an opportunity to come out there and teach radio broadcasting to the youth out there because it's so important that I yeah. need to start knowing that they have a voice. And I feel like by me doing this on a national level, empowering our youth, to start their own internet radio shows and their own radio stations, it'll give them a little bit more leverage because we'll find out, start finding out more information 
to bring the young school, the old school together so we can make the pro school, so we can come up with solutions. That's why I think one of our biggest problems is that we're not, we not uh, bringing the youths with us to get these new ideas. You know, right. we, only, we, can only think, we only can think so far. We're smart, we're intelligent, but these youths can see and they know some things that we need to know to make our ability and what we know better. Because you'll be That's surprised true. with a little one. Man, I've been around some little kids up here. Man, I've been around a, a one-year-old, a four-year-old, and a three-year-old. Uh-huh. The, the three-year-old boy woke up the next morning and asked me this. He said, what are you still doing here? Oh, wow. You feel me? Then he asked me yesterday. I stayed another night. He asked me this. He said this. He's three. He said, why are you? He said, when are you going to leave? This is not your house. Wow. You feel me? Then you got a one-year-old little girl that say to you, walks up to you and say, what are you doing? How are you doing? What are you doing? How are you doing? One years old. Wow. So we have to start listening to our youth, man, all the way from babies. They tell them. When they say, God, God, goo, goo, they, they tell, tell you something. something. Yeah, ain't that the truth, bro? So, I just, so I'm just letting y'all know what I'm doing. If you want to be a part of what I'm doing on my movement, uh, let yes, me sir. know. Some way, somehow, we can be able to fit in. I know Teaching Five is going to be a part of something because these kids got to know that they can be able to come to Teaching5CL.com to start a radio show. I mean, I don't know how many kids it's going to be, but I will be in Compton July 16th at Our Cultures Under under Construction's first annual power luncheon. In July 30th, I will be in Cincinnati, Ohio at the YMCA, and there is actually a... uh, a Hall of Famer, uh, A.G. Hill from the mm-hmm. uh, NFL. He's the one that's sponsoring this program. He's an NFL Hall of Famer. He played with a couple of NFL teams. And I'm just putting it out. I'm going to be announcing this so that I do have enough room so I can get some. We can sit down and do a roundtable. Y'all can help me with some information about how I can go out there. You know, because I don't want to go out there thinking I know everything because I need y'all brothers in oh, yeah. Because uh, I have three hours of curriculum I have to teach and show and educate at the same time. So I'm going to be coming to y'all brothers for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I want to thank the Chief. I want to thank Joe. I want to thank Marlon. I want to thank myself and also the listeners. Uh, after this show is over, Marlon, you can come back and pull the show up and listen to yourself. You can take the email. You can rebroadcast it. You can play it mm. over at parties. Uh, you can sit down and articulate it. You can take it and re-edit it to for your own use for what you want people to hear. Uh, All right. Uh, I just want to know, Mark, do you have any last words? And I'm going to end the show. Oh, man. Um, my last word is, uh, hey, man, thank you, brother, man, for having me. Uh, all of you, man, I appreciate the game, man. I appreciate the knowledge and the opportunity. And uh, let's keep doing for Let's do for for sure, for sure. For sure. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thanks everybody for calling in. I think somebody got their stuff on loudspeaker, so that's why I sound like that. Okay. okay. Whoever it is, can they take that off their speaker? Yeah. And I want to go ahead and end the show. This was Lorenzo Elvis Murphy, Compton Politics, uh, com. Catch me next week. Same time, same channel. 
five, four, four, three, two, two, one. Compton, Hollister. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.